Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome into this edition of the podcast. You're listening to Plan Wise and Retire Free with Jude and Mike and myself as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement. And this go around a five-question retirement preparedness quiz, which is what is in store for you guys this week on the show. But first, let me say hi to my guys. What's going on, fellas? Mike, you're uh, you're kind of remote today, no computer, so we got you via phone. How's it going? I'm doing great. You know, um, the phone works. I, I, again, I was mentioning earlier, I don't feel as good without my big, beautiful microphone and my computer, <laughs> but... I'm just going to wing it. There you go. Well, nothing wrong with that. And so you got some, uh, you got some renovations or something happening there. So we got you on the phone, but that's okay. We'll take you any way we can get you. Jude, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Man, I'm loving it. I'm in Orlando, uh, sitting in my home office. Everything is beautiful. Uh, you know, Mike has all of the equipment in the Bradington office, and if you if you ever look at at, at his setup, he looks like a real DJ. <laughs> like uh, Dr. Johnny Fever on WKRP in exactly. There you go. Remember that show? That was a great show. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Way back when, way back when. Well, cool. Well, like I said, we've got a uh, good podcast coming for you today. Guys, we've got this five-question retirement preparedness quiz. Uh, so basically, I want folks to kind of maybe kind of grade themselves as we're going through this. Just kind of give yourself a grade for fun if you want. So I've got five key questions you need to ask yourself. And of course, the answers will vary a little bit. Obviously, that's the case. But anyway, we'll have some fun with this. Uh, maybe you guys can give us your thoughts on what you see uh, if people tend to come in you know, in pretty good shape in this arena or if they're kind of lacking in this arena or whatever the case might be. So you ready to tackle it? Let's, let's do it. All right. So I'm going to give out the first one here to Jude. Uh, do you know how much you have? That's a pretty good question, right? I know how much I have. Okay. Do you know how much you have is the question. <laughs> That's right. And a lot of people don't, don't do they? No, I, I'll give you an, an example. We were working with a client uh, recently that had 21 different investment accounts. Some of them were old 401ks and 43Bs, but really the client didn't know total how much they had. And as part of our process, we link up our clients to our proprietary wealth management site. We call it the Wealth Compass, and it shows all of their assets, all of their liabilities. It was amazing when we were able to kind of consolidate what needed to be consolidated and give them a clear look. I think it was the first time that they actually knew how much they had in total. I think that's very typical too. Uh, some people are very organized. Some people have, you know, they they come in with a list, and then others, you ask them that question, and uh, they get that kind of that look up to the left, like they're thinking. Mm -hmm. uh, but when they get done and they start to try to make a list, but usually it's not very thorough. And the important piece of knowing how much you have is that's the foundation to build all of the retirement plans on. You got to know how much you have so that we know how much you may need or how close you are to the goal or how far away. So yeah. I like this as the first question on this retirement readiness. Well, what would you say when people come in, uh, in general, uh, let's say 10 people out of 10, would five know and five not? Is it kind of that, or is it, what would you kind of skew that at? Is it seven no and three don't, or what do you think? I'll go first. I think my, my guess, uh -huh. um, 
is it's it's about 50 50 okay 50 um, 50 you know close maybe 60 40 but i'd say closer to 50 50 for people that really don't know don't edges know. out the people that that do know well to me it's it's there's two groups of people that come in there's the the group like jude mentioned that have lots of different investment accounts and then you get a couple i mean about the other half they walk in and they're their resources are fairly focused in their 401k or their 403b. And so they don't have a lot of accounts, but they have a lot of money in one or two accounts. And that group kind of knows what they have. But uh, if the ones that have lots of accounts, lots of confusion. And then I would go back to the 50-50. Okay. All right. Very cool. All right. So, folks, do you know how much you have? And if not, uh, get with the guys and have a conversation on that first key component to retirement preparedness. Number two, do you know how much you spend? That seems like a pretty logical follow-up. You know, what do you have and what do you spend? Well, you know, my answer to that when you asked, you know, how many do and how many don't, I would say one do and nine don't. Um, it's, okay. yeah, I mean, when you ask the question, you, you get the one that does will whip out their quicken statement or something where they keep everything on the computer and they can, they can pretty well, you know, talk about what they're spending. The other nine, the first thing they start to do is they'll get out a piece of paper and they'll go, well, let me see. And they'll start writing down expenses. Oh, wait, it's so much for electric and so much for our mortgage or so much for our rent. And when they get all done, I kind of look at them and I want, in fact, eventually I do interrupt them and say, when they get done, I said, well, you know, what about Christmas gifts? Well, what about this? What about, oh, I forgot that. Oh, I forgot that. And so what we find that is that most people don't. In fact, we, had, we even developed um, a little system to figure It's so simple that they look at me like I'm nuts, but I say, <laughs> how much did you deposit, you know, in your paycheck, how much did you deposit in the bank? Is it fairly consistent? Yes. Okay, we'll multiply that times 26 or 52 or whatever that is. Uh, and I said, how much did you save? And some know, some don't. And when you kind of go down through that, and I said, well, did your bank account get bigger this year or smaller? Or did they say the same? Most of them say about the same. And so I do the quick math, boom, boom, boom. I said, this is how much you spent last year. I tell them, I don't know where you spent it, but I know what went in and I know what's left. So the difference is what you spent. And they look at me, oh, that can't be right. Well, let's go back. And so as they think about it and they think about it, pretty soon they went, gee, I guess you're right. I spent all that money. And usually it's a lot more than they thought. And I wish I had known Mike when I first started my career. He would have saved me hours of helping people budget and try to Sherlock Holmes how where the money is going. Because <laughs> this method is it's so easy, but it's spot on every time. You may have read someplace in a financial magazine that when you retire, you'll be spending 70% less of what you take home. I don't find that to be the case. I find that one, most people don't know how much they spend and what they do spend, because in that scenario, people are thinking, well, the mortgage is going to be paid off. The kids are going to be out of school and we'll have all this extra. uh, We won't need to spend that much. What I find is that people, when a gap is missing, they'll spend up to that gap. And so this is also an appropriate question to figure out what is your what does it take for you to live your lifestyle? And that's what we need to plan for. Yeah, great point. I, to add one more thing to it, sure. and that is that, you know, when somebody, if you're doing this to figure out retirement, I have to point out to them, listen, you used to work 40 or 50 hours a week. What are you going to do with this extra time? I mean, are you going to sit around and watch the prices right? 
No. Well, what do you want to do? And usually it's, I want to travel. I have some hobbies. I said, so one of the things we need to do is when we're figuring out about how much you spend is we need to adjust that for what you think you're going to spend when you're retired. And I agree with you also that uh, this, you know, 70% of what I used to spend, uh, I found that to be almost 99 times out of 100 incorrect. Gotcha. Well, if you're playing along with us here on the podcast, folks, and you're going to go through these five questions with us, how are you doing? Do you know how much you have? That was question number one. Uh, I feel as though I'm, I, I know in that category for me personally. Uh, number two, do you know how much you spend? I would agree with the guys. I probably do not have it exactly right. I think a lot of us do that. We tend to underestimate it, sometimes wildly so. But I think we tend to think of the big items and we you know, overlook a lot of the small things, which can certainly rack up. So continue playing along with us as we go into number three. Do you know how much risk you have? Jude, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the majority of people do not because I know I don't. <laughs> Absolutely correct. But what may be interesting, though, is that I find most people are either on one side or the other. It's kind of like the Goldilocks principle. You know, is my porridge too hot or my porridge too cold? <laughs> <laughs> they they are either far too conservative, which means their returns aren't keeping up with inflation. Right. And we've got, at least got to do that. Or they're far too aggressive and their portfolios bouncing up and down like a yo-yo. And so what we try to do is to develop a portfolio that makes sense for the goals and the time frame that they have. And so understanding how much risk affects the return, and it's an important piece of the overall financial plan. So not too many porridges are just right, huh? Nah. <laughs> well, after we're done. Yes, after we you're get done. It. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mike, what you got? Well, I, I, you know, G's right on. Uh, you know, we have a couple of proprietary, uh, that's easy for me to say, <laughs> proprietary processes. Uh, that help us to evaluate and measure the risk that they have currently. And we also have a, a, a system where we go through and we ask them a whole bunch of questions to see what they say, the, the type of risk that they would be comfortable with. And uh, there is a rare instance when the Goldilocks principle applies where they were exactly just, they were just right. Usually, and I think most of the cases, in our cases, we find people are taking a lot more risk than they realize. Uh, there's one thing to say that you would lose a percentage of your portfolio. Oh, well, I can lose 5% or 10%. And they say, well, I'm comfortable with that. But when you put a number to that and say, well, this is 10% of your portfolio. And they go, holy, ma no, I couldn't stand that. Right. Well, yeah. then we need to talk about this a little more then. Okay. So it sounds like a lot of us probably get a D in this category. <laughs> if our teacher was to grade us on that kind of thing. Uh, all right, number four on the five-question retirement preparedness quiz. Do you know what you're paying in fees? Mike, um, I know you're the fee guy, and I just uh, I got to think this is the same as the risk. Probably not. I think a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I'm paying my advisor 1%, and they think that's it. Well, it's, it's funny. It's, it is all over the board. I mean, there are some people that know... Uh, at least they think they know they've counted the cost and everything and they watch it very closely and they ask lots of questions about fees. There are other people that don't even, they don't know they don't know. You know, certainly there's, because uh, we do fee-based asset management, so there is a fee. We're back to percentages and I'm going to use that percentage number again. Some people know they pay X percent in fees, 
But then when they see the fee in dollar amounts, they they then they're like, oh, I'm paying that much, or I'm I'm only paying that, depending on what how they look at it. But you know, there are a lot of other fees that people don't realize. I mean, inside of uh, uh, things like mutual funds and things like that. There are other fees that, that you don't see and they don't know what those are. There's things called variable annuities. Uh, those usually have some fairly high expenses inside them. But if you don't know to look or know where to look, they don't know that. And so I would say more people don't know what kind of fees they're paying than do. Yeah, I would agree with Mike. I think it's a matter of educating people. And once they're educated and they know what they're paying in fees and why they're paying it. And then they can make a, a educated choice on whether or not it's reasonable or not. Because if they're paying advisory fees and not getting any advice, that may not be the appropriate. So it's all about education. No, that's for sure. And uh, if you're going through this quiz with us, how are you doing so far? If you're having some troubles or you're not exactly sure and you need a little help, reach out to the guys at 800-779-4592 to have a conversation about your own retirement preparedness and see if the guys can help you. 800-779-4592. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. That is planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. Dot com. Just hit the uh, little heart button or whatever it might be on the different apps, whether it's Apple or Google or Spotify. Uh, different ones use different things. And you can always just find them directly from that source as well. If you're an Apple user, simply go to the podcast uh, on your phone there and type in PlanWise Retire Free in the search box, and that'll pop up. And you can just hit that little heart icon or on Spotify or any other platform you like to use. And that way you get new episodes when they come out, as well as you can check out past episodes and all that good stuff. All right, so one more, guys, here. Number five of the five on our retirement preparedness quiz. Do you know what your retirement income streams will look like? And I think, Jude, probably this maybe is a mixed bag because a lot of times we'll say, well, sure, I got a 401k. Sure, I got Social Security, right? Exactly. But when you dig just underneath the surface and ask, well, how are you going to replace your income and just how much are you going to receive? Utilize where right? are all the various income streams coming from? You kind of get a blank stare sometimes. <laughs> and so, you know, I think one of the things that we've done extremely well with our clients is putting together our bucket plan strategy and showing them where the income is going to come from because they're so used to receiving a paycheck every two weeks. And it's a different mindset. You've been walking up this mountain and we call accumulation for so many years. Now that you're at the top of the mountain and you're leaving that paycheck behind. So what's coming into my bank account is what most people want to know. And can I make sure that I have more life than money? Yeah, that's, that's the key one, isn't it? One of the things that it, there are folks that come in and, and uh, when they first come in and they're, they're, they want to do some retirement income planning, and they will, they'll have thought about Social Security. Some have some misconceptions about when to claim it and et cetera, but they, they know a little bit about their Social Security. If they have a pension, they know what that number is. There are sometimes options that you can choose and they need to make the right choices. But there's that gap, that income gap. And we talked about that you know, earlier when we said how much we spend. And you know, if after we know what they spend, and then we take the Social Security away, we take the pension away, then there's that gap. And that gap is what they need to make up for their retirement income, which is another retirement income stream. 
And that's when we decide that we use things like our bucket plan, where we use our now, soon, and later buckets and show them how they can create those income streams from their other resources. And I think that's a critical piece because once they understand where the money's coming from, they get a lot more comfortable. It was a friend of ours, and Jude will, will laugh at this, but the guy says, paychecks. He wants to create lots and lots of paychecks. Uh, and so he, this gentleman created lots of income streams with paychecks, that he called them. And we, and we think that's a great way to talk about that to clients because they immediately understand that. I'm just shocked. Mike, you didn't do your famous Mikeism. You got to do the... Math. And I was, <laughs> I was trying to avoid that today because you guys are always after me about it. But you're right. <laughs> if we do the math, we'll know the gap. Yeah, he did, he did a good job, dude. Why'd you have to call him out, bud? <laughs> uh, you know, I got to bring it out. I got to bring it out. It's, it's, it's one of our signature things. I think everybody is here heard, heard do the math and the bucket plan. We, we could probably play a game with both of those. Very, very true. Well, you know what? I've done. I'm successful. You know why? Because it got you to mention it, and I didn't have to. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Look at that. Power of persuasion right there. Uh, well, you know what? A lot of times, folks, it comes down to actually doing just that, right? Uh, doing the math, getting a plan, having a conversation, and seeing how you're set to get to and through retirement. And that's one of the reasons we do the podcast is to hopefully enlighten you along the way, share something useful that might trigger a spark in your own brain to say, yes, I need to work on this or get in contact with a person about that or whatever the case might be. So again, reach out to the guys if you have any questions before you take any action. Uh, it's always advised to have that conversation with professionals that do this every day. And of course, you can talk with the great team of Jude and Mike at uh, as, their hol- as their holistic wealth managers, if I can say that. And you can just give them a call at 800-779-4592. That's how you reach out to them, 800 779 4592 serving you throughout the Florida area. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. We'd certainly appreciate it. Again, you can find it on multiple platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, on and on and on. But it's all convenient for you at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. Guys, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you. Uh, At the time we are taping this podcast, we are uh, the first Monday here in November. So I don't think there's much going on this week, right? Nothing nothing major happening tomorrow? <laughs> nothing earth-shattering, right? No, not at all. Oh, nothing, right. So uh, stay safe and sane, and we'll probably have a conversation around that here in the next couple of weeks, uh, next week or two. So stay tuned for all of that good chat with the guys. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Mike, take care of yourself. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Jude, you as well, my friend. Always enjoy it. Thank you. We'll see you next time right here on the podcast with Jude and Mike. This has been Plan Wise, Retire Free. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.